When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome. It is Haberman Amilikoff. I'm Guy, and that's John. We are live on YouTube, as we always are, and in your podcast feed. If you're a YouTube watcher, you can check out our podcast. It's down in the description below. And while you're here, like and subscribe to the video and the channel. If you're a podcast listener, our YouTube channel is in the description of the podcast. We appreciate your support. Please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. Que paso, mi amigos? John, before we get to anything, we got a lot to get to today. We are brought to you by our friends at Tito's. Tito's Handmade Vodka. John was at a wedding this weekend. A lot of Tito's was flowing, I'm sure. Yeah, a lot. I was struggling Sunday morning, and then uh, I was forward a visual. No one should get toasted at Tito's this week, quite like our man, Jim Tom Sula. Winners win, champions are champions. Jim Tom Sula didn't even know they were playing football in Europe beside the Jags. And do you know that they're about to stay over there for two weeks? Uh, so Jim Tom Sula, rain fire, champions. Cheers undefeated, to you, I think, John. I think an undefeated uh, Did not season. lose a game. Looks good. I, did you see his face? Looks yep. fantastic. Hair yep. was all over the place flowing. So uh, cheers and props. Tito's handmade vodka. I, I had so many Tito's and soda. Had a couple Tito's with uh, espresso martinis to get going throughout the hmm. weekend. Still, it's taken me a couple days to recover. Feeling about 80% now. boy, Tito's Handmade Vodka, America's original craft vodka. Over 20 years ago, the first batch of Tito's Handmade Vodka distilled in the heart of Austin, Texas. Since then, it's become a gold medal award winner left and right everywhere you turn. No frills, no flavors, no fancy labels, just the good stuff, just Tito's. Check out some recipes at titosvodka.com. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas, 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. And thanks to all the people that uh, sent us Tito's photos over this weekend, a big football weekend, and a lot of you tagged us in pictures on Twitter, uh, X, and Instagram. So thank you for that. Um, John, I'll let you have the floor. John texted me today, and he said uh, – the one thing I've got to talk about, I'm tired of people killing Josh McDaniels for kicking the field goal down eight, fourth down and four. So go ahead, John. The floor is yours. You, you, you want to defend your boy, Josh McDaniels. <laughs> no. math, math math is not his strong suit. You know, it, re- it really isn't. Devontae's on pace for 800 catches and 7,000 yards and they're headed for five wins and a player currently in a mental hospital. Currently in a mental hospital. Against his will. Saying he is being held against his will, being 
I don't even know what the word would be. Uh, pumped Tame? full of things he doesn't oh. want pumped into his body. Oh, God. They didn't uh, take his phone, though. This is, this is, you can't make this up. I, In fairness to me, last year I thought the 49ers should sign him, but the Raiders did, and he's now currently um, not going well. And Josh McDaniels, Jimmy Garoppolo, concussed throwing picks. It's just, what are we doing? That That was like a low-level Jimmy 49er game. Like throwing to the other team leads the league in interceptions right now. Uh, you point, you know, people say like it's so easy as point and click. Well, Jimmy, it's point and pick. I mean, the 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 shot of him doing the point, like the farve, like go that way, ad lib, throwing it to double coverage, lollipop interception. It's just, um, I missed it. I I didn't, but I I did. I missed it a little bit. When Sunday night football opens up, and there are seventy five Garoppolo's in a suite, and even his grandfather Tony Garoppolo. Made the trip. I said, God, I don't think this is going to – it's going to be the opposite of Taylor Swift watching her boyfriend dominate on the Chiefs. I was like, I don't know if this is going to go well. Then he made a couple of plays, and it was like, see, any, you know, anyone can play for it. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah, Purdy's a better player, guys. The Garoppolo's were the only people not waving a terrible towel at the game, John. It was an incredible scene. <laughs> Home game. In fairness, in fairness to Vegas, hmm. – I went to a game. You might have been there too, uh, though you weren't contractually obligated. Though we were making the same money, good good gig you had. I didn't uh, see an ace ho- post game. A home game against the Steelers at the Coliseum. Remember Ben got injured and then he came back at the end to try to win it. Uh, I think you were probably watching on your couch. <laughs> no, the, I was there. The, the 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 game was like ninety percent Steelers fans. So yeah. like they to me them and the Packers. You, the, the Packers could play the 49ers, and there are going to be a ton of Packers fans at Levi's. Like, there are a couple brands that now, I mean, it's, it's going to look like that in Kansas City. <laughs> it would be a Niners home game. I mean, it's, that's not the point. The Raiders do get their one home game of the year, though, uh, this week in against the Chargers. That's right. Where's that game? LA, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's their, yeah, I follow you. Yeah, that's their home game. Jerome says, I, it's crazy how much more calm I feel watching Purdy under center against Jimmy, and I love Jimmy. Uh, or I like Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, all right, John. Other piece of news to hit. Ryder Cup begins this week, Friday from Rome at 1.30 a.m. on the USA Network. And my question for you is, do we hate each other this year? Who? Uh, us, Team USA, our guys. Do we hate each other this year? Internally? Correct. Uh, no, I think everyone's buddy-buddies. Okay. So it's a lot cool. of, you know, Justin Thomas shouldn't have made the team, made the team because he's buddies. Sam Burns, Scotty Scheffler's best friend, makes a team. A lot, lot of buddy-buddy operation. Gotcha, gotcha. I was looking at the roster, and I saw the guys who made it automatically, and then the guys who were the captain's picks. And the guys yeah. that made it automatically, it was it might as well have been like Oregon State, Washington State, Duke, and the captain's group. picks might as well have been Texas, Alabama, USC. I mean, it's there's a clear difference between the captain's picks and the uh, automatic qualifiers this year. In fairness to two of the automatic like if Houston qualifiers, and TCU had made the championship game in football or something. Brian Harmon and Wyndham Clark did win the U.S. Open and the British Open, so yeah. it's like uh, uh, Wyndham Clark won a couple events. I know. I'm just saying, college football playoff would never allow that group of automatic qualifiers. Yeah, I respect I, I the think- guys. I'm glad they're there. I'm just just Dechambeau just Dechambeau just won the live event and was very unhappy that he did not even receive a phone call. Uh, I think he's won several live events. In fairness, he he is playing really well. Like if, if he was just doing what he was doing on the PGA Tour, 
he might have been a fucking automatic qualifier. But everyone can't stand the guy. You know, it's it's one of those like the Trey Lance situation. People are like we like the guy, he's just not good enough, right. right? Zach Wilson, it feels like ah, we don't really like the guy, and he's not good enough. Bryson is good enough. We all just hate the guy. It's like Brian Harmon, come on, bro. <laughs> That's what. So I actually think the Euros have not lost in like twenty years in Europe. So blowout win last year, uh, two years ago in America, right? First time in a while. I I, I like Euros this weekend. Uh, John, speaking of Trey Lance, a lot of people tagged us in photos of his haircut uh, this weekend. Uh, he went um, he went high and tight. He went with the McCaffrey, and uh, it looks good. I don't understand why you'd let your barber take these photos. Like, there's no way a free cut is worth this. But um, he did. I guess he's a good guy doing a solid for the barber, helping the barber's business grow, and uh, let the barber take pictures of the cut. Look at the headline for the tweet. The headline for the tweet, for those of you listening, says that barber saved Trey Lance's life. The key, unless you your, you know, DGAF is really high, you cannot, when you are balding, thinning, or receding, go long. You have to go short. Mm-hmm. You have to go high and tight. And this move is the classic move. Just like anyone, you got to keep it. You got to keep it short because the moment it goes long you only get exposed more in picks. It's just, it, it's, there's no fighting it. I, I, I just can't get over. When that draft came, it was like, this quarterback draft, oh my God. You got Trevor Lawrence, surefire Hall of Famer, and probably three out of the other four are going to be stars. Justin Fields, Chicago can't punt him fast enough. The 49ers Hold traded on. him. after he called he, his shot. After he was After like, he this called week, a shot. getting back to who I am. And then... But had all season to get, like, or off season, get an MVP buzz. He's taking huge steps. He's objectively the worst quarterback in the NFL. Trey got traded for a fourth-round pick, which is a miracle of all miracles to go be someone's backup. Well, he makes, like, $7 million over two years. And Zach Wilson is, like Justin Fields, objectively just not very good. And Mac Jones is the best of that four but he's averages the day as long, and he's hitting dudes in the dick constantly. Yeah, definitely a. Uh, uh, it's a bad group. Uh, what would you call it? A character risk. Mac Jones, character risk. Yeah, <laughs> I saw someone. He's he's like a spoiled little brat tennis player. I'm I like, saw that too. I'm I've been around that. some tennis players. Like hitting, he's just he's just an idiot. Like, <laughs> like what, what? I don't think it has to do with like a spoiled brat. He's just a fucking weird dude. Like I don't <laughs> I don't think it has to do with money or being rich or like whatever. He he literally is rich. He was a 15th pick in the draft. I think it's more about I don't even know. I mean, we've never really seen it. Right? Remember Nadama Sue? Also rich and big was always doing cheap shit. Some people just yep. can't control themselves. Yep. He was he was a crotch stomper. Big uh, time. Gammon says a fellow gentleman of the bald, beautiful community. I support Haberman and Milkoff message. Yeah, you know, shave it or save it. It's a service we've provided. You can submit yourself. I would say, uh, in Trey's case, I think save it for now was the right move. I supported his save it. What do you do? What do you think? Yeah, I that's gotta be the move. Clearly, would it stun you? If Dakota Prescott said something to him, <laughs> because why is da- is Dakota in this boat? Do you think? Is no, I could, ju- I, I could, ju- I could just see the quarterback. Like who in the 49ers quarterback room is ripping on his hair, and 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 clearly the other guys on offense just don't give a shit enough about him. 
right, to even worry about him. Dak's holding on. Maybe he just looks at Dak like good-looking dude. Dak's always dating dimes. He says, maybe I should just copy that look. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I can't really tell from the photo I've pulled up what's going on here. We, just, we would need a, a closer uh, look. Yeah, this I would say Dak. he's not. I would say he doesn't have a thick head of hair. No, but he's <laughs> he's working. He's doing. Yeah, this is right. This is veteran advice here that he's pra- wisdom. That he I can see Dak uh, just being really like having a legitimate conversation, like, bro, do what you want, but. Or maybe just Trey just copied him, which uh, nothing wrong with stealing an idea from someone else. Yeah, I'm seeing what works. It's true. Wait, you get all these commercials at this place because you're a cowboy with that haircut? Okay. I mean, you turn on the TV, Dak commercials, Coach Prime, bald commercials everywhere, right? Uh, Who else is in a lot of commercials now? No, Dion lost his hair and then he paid for it to get back. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I, uh, Dion, I that's the one that. thing that pisses me off about him. He he was a great looking bald guy. He'd literally been bald since like the cowboy days when he was wearing like Hulk Hogan, right? Remember he'd wore the bandana, the classic bald guy move in the nineties. And then he had been, had a sweet media career post playing bald. And then he just quit. He's like wanted to get his hair back. Here we but go, John. Like Restorehair.com, not a sponsor, <laughs> but they have uh Coach Prime's um They've got his uh, testimonial on their website. Wow. There you go. 7,352 follicular units. Yeah, how about that? That's a lot. Can you imagine the pain of every prick in your head? (laughs) Self 7,352. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, there you go. So not a sponsor, but uh, getting some some love on the show today. what else did I have to call you? Oh, did you want did you want Harbaugh? Did you send that to me because you wanted that today? I just thought it was he's uh, suspended. He's never at home on a weekend in the fall, ever. I guess maybe a bye week, but for college coaches, they're out recruiting. Uh, NFL coaches, I, I they would be the one that may during a bye week get Saturday and Sunday at home. But the the opportunities he's had since being the head coach at Michigan to sit there at his house on a Saturday and just be able to watch TV like me, you, and everyone listening. I mean, it's probably happened once in eight or nine years. Maybe. Um, because, again, he, he gets yeah, dude, the, he gets the weekend off. He recruits, right? He it's usually right. flies yeah. somewhere, probably. Yep. Um, yeah, dude, I was watching. Um, my wife got this YouTube TV. <laughs> it's like half the price of DirecTV. No offense, DirecTV. But, uh, Is he trying to get a commercial? YouTube TV now. And... Uh, I mean, there's must be 150 games to watch. <laughs> the the glasses down on his nose and being like a super zoom on his eyeballs take it to another level. Him saying that he was in hog heaven, but I can imagine him just flipping the channels as he's doing it. His wife's like, "Do you know our bill got cut in half?" <laughs> it's not like he's paying the bills. He's making 10 million, right. not even paying attention. It means nothing to him. He's just using that because she told him that. Right? It doesn't. It doesn't actually matter to anyone in their household. But it is the right move. I think YouTube TV is fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh, the only uh, the only nitpick you'd say is like you want to be able to pick the games. It's probably a lot of work for the engineers. I'm sure they're working on it. But there's 900 combinations you can choose from. So The four box I found on my computer and my iPod is not available like it is on the TV. I, I found the same, yeah. Which it used to be the opposite on DirecTV when you would get the app. Yeah. How is that possible? I don't know. So they got working out kinks. They, they are yeah. on. I'd say they've hit the ground running. Three or four. Yeah. 
they, feel, you watch them, you go, franchise player. Bright future. Bright future. Uh, John, bad news. Um, little disorganization for the Arizona Cardinals. They didn't expect. Did you see the Joshua Dobbs video on uh, Tuesday? No. He's trying to buy his own jersey at the team shop uh, on the custom. You can go up to a little screen and custom make a jersey. Josh Dobbs here. All right, I'm in the team store for the Cardinals. Trying to get a jersey for my fans. Check this out. So I walk over here to get a jersey made. Boom. Adult. Then I go large. Next. Then I go select from roster. Okay. Next. It's $50 less if you just select from roster. It's $150. To make a custom jersey, it's $200. And guess what? Your boy is nowhere to be found. <laughs> You're telling me the guy that was starting quarterback to just beat the Dallas Cowboys at home can't get his own jersey? Can't get his own jersey. Not even listed on the roster. So that's the state yeah. of the Cardinals right now. Um, they look pretty good. I, they I look good. Sunday. Yeah. They look good. They, I mean, you think about it. They have led going into the fourth quarter of all three games this year. Well, they, they never trailed in the Cowboy game, ever. Led the whole game. They led 28 to 7. Well, I guess 20, 20 to nothing and then 28 to 7 the week before against the Giants. Yeah, they had the lead for at least three quarters of that game. I mean, they were up 28 they to 7 with about four minutes left in the third quarter. So, I mean, so they have led. For of the 12 quarters, would you guess 10 and a half of them? Yeah, I mean, they led, I don't know, on and off, on and off, but they led into the fourth quarter in their week one game against... Uh, they were down at points in that game and yeah, came okay. back. It went back and forth. Would they play week one? Uh, the Commanders. Commanders, yeah. Who so, yeah, being I mean, sued to go back to the Redskins? You see that story? No, I didn't. Yeah, so it's... The, Wait, the owner refuses who? to wear... Like, the, the um, Native American Foundation is coming after him. Wait, wait, who wants them to go back to Red the Native State? American Association? They do want them to go back. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, that was and always the, the thing, new, right? The, na- the new owner pulled them. The new owner refuses to wear the word commanders. A lot of people think they were going to change the name. They Not that he was going to change them to back right. to Redskins, but, you know, commanders just doesn't work. Easiest does not move would have been football team. Football team, would have been football team works. I laugh at you, but we all do. But football team works. Well, one thing on the Cardinals, and listen, it's easy to make fun of him on some of the clips that went viral on Jonathan Gannon. The pew, pew, pew. He did to like mm-hmm. Rondale Moore. He gave one. Did you see when the season started about taking the bus and fire in your belly? That went viral and everyone thought he looked like a clown. People I know in Philadelphia who, I mean, a couple of them will be very harsh with a coach. I could not find one person there that didn't love the guy. And one thing I was told by a couple of them, was like he actually might be a better head coach than he is a coordinator because he's such a good like people person. He's so good motivating that like those clips were not the guy that I had described. And you just it shows you how meaningless clips are. Like just watch the guy's team. His team has played really fucking hard like the entire time. Yeah, I mean with Joshua Dobbs, uh, hell, Marquise Brown had a big touchdown. He he would be a guy like I bet he could tap out. James Conner running his ass off. They got this Kazir White, who I think was on the Eagles, who's making tackles left and right. I mean, they just – Buda Baker's on injured reserve. I mean, they're flying around. They He is – everything you want, which is a shitty team, and you just get a new coach. Like, do we just kind of try hard? Like, you watch the Bears, like, what am I watching? You watch the Cardinals, 
if you're a Cardinal fan, you knew you weren't going to be any good. At least just like, I can watch my team every week. Yeah. The uh, James Conner and then the backup running back they got who's fast, right? Yeah. They just broke one against the Cowboys last week. Joshua Dobbs is just an enjoyable player. He is. He is. Um, I'm with you. There's something to them that that's why it was a gift to the Niners that that game just happened. It was a gift to the Niners. We'll talk about the Cowboys, that the Cowboys lost just the fundamental math of the NFC. But it was also a gift to them that, you know, they watched the Cardinals now two weeks in a row, right? They cross film when they watched the Giants tape to prepare for that game on Thursday night. Cardinals to be to blow a 28 to 7 lead, John, you got to be up 28 to 7. So there's a lot of good stuff on the tape. And then and then this last week, you know, there will be no excuse for the Cardinals sneaking up on the 49ers. It's not a possibility. I watched them just go, hold shit. I like I think James Conner could create some problems for the 49ers offense. And maybe Josh Dobbs actually runs in the way you expected Daniel Jones to run against the Niners, but he did actually didn't do it. He didn't run against the Niners. Remember like Belichick's heyday with Brady and they would be playing like the 0-9 Miami Dolphins? And they would ask him, like, on his Wednesday press conference, like, what do you see in the opponent? And he'd go on for, like, 30 minutes about how great they were. Like, you know, their offensive use. Like, Bill, they're last in everything in the league. (laughs) And he could just manipulate it. It's so much easier when you don't have to fake it. It's why so many random, you know, so many good teams lose to a random. We've talked about this forever. Like, week 12, you lose to a team that's going to be drafting sixth. Like, no one tried or paid attention. (laughs) We're all, we're dealing with humans. This one's pretty easy. Right, they're just good. Like you show on the tape, like they're in all these games or scoring points. It's a pretty easy one, but I mean they they kind of took it to the Cowboys. Now, could the Cowboys been feeling themselves? They were terrible in the red zone. They had a bunch of injuries, but still, like you, you beat a team that's for sure going to the playoffs. Like that's an impressive win. And I kept thinking, like this is going to say the thing with the Giant, and they just never relented. No. Mo says that the guy, that backup running back was Rondale Moore, LOL. Yeah, it was Rondale Moore. You're right. It broke off the big run. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Here's the other thing. Anybody that's played for the 49ers for the last several years has been beaten by the Cardinals in like embarrassing games. The Colt McCoy game, right? It's like the Niners have dominated the Cardinals in the regular season the way they've dominated the Rams in the regular season. The Cardinals have beaten them multiple times. I would guess the Niners were favored in most of those games, if not all of those games. You saw last night, like, why the Rams are such a good matchup for the 49ers. Like, their offensive line, you can just pepper their quarterback. I mean, Stafford felt like they had 27 sacks. I think they did have, like, nine. He's just getting crushed. Now, that was a game where they should have been up, but that was a pretty big swing game because all of a sudden you'd be looking like, God, Rams and Seattle are 2-1, and and Arizona might end up drafting the top 10, but they're going to be a frisky team all season long. And now you go, well, the Rams are 1-2, and and, you know, are they more likely to be, like, Two and six or five and three, right? I could see it just them lose a couple close games. And it may turn out that Arizona is just a team you have to take seriously, but they're going to win four or five games. And Seattle should be relative health, you know, a wild card team. Yeah. Because they, they can score on most teams they play, right? But I I was honestly a little stunned. Like, clearly Arizona is good, or I mean feisty, right? They've proven that now through three weeks. Seattle, to me, just not playing the 49ers. They're going to give a lot of people fits. They have a lot of good players. I was pretty impressed with the Rams through two games. And then last night, you're like, what the fuck is this? So now it's just the division clearly not as shitty probably as we thought, because I thought Arizona might win like one game and the Rams could win five. Well, if Stafford's going to be healthy, they're going to be competitive. 
but it's it's probably somewhere in the middle, you know, what the Niners have to deal with. And the best team, the Niners, let's face it, have kind of owned. At least, I guess, the last year. <laughs> Seattle historically has owned them, but post-Russell Wilson. Yeah, I would just say I feel good about them against Geno, their defense against Geno, yeah. but they've got good, you know, their receivers are talented. Well, when you look score. back at a lot of the Niners' losses against Seattle, I mean, it was it was kind of peak Russell. I mean, I would say if we made a highlight tape of, like, where has Russell gone? There would be a lot of games against the 49ers, him doing just remarkable stuff, wouldn't there? Like a remembrance of Russell's greatest highlight career, you know? Yeah. I will remember you. It's like, Wilson breaks the pocket. Was his running total? Was his running total by the end like sixteen and three? It was. It was absurd. Yeah, was yeah it was, was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And one of the wins on the, was like a dogfight Harbaugh win where Frank Gore made an incredible play. It was like it wasn't like the Niners won the game twenty eight to four. <laughs> you know, I don't even know if four is not possible, but you know what I mean. Ken gave us two bucks to say stop. The cards are not good. All right, so here are your. Um, here's there's your a NF- difference between like I'm not saying they're good. I expect them to draft. Again, you, you can win not that many games, end up drafting ninth. I mean, the Raiders have that market yeah. cornered. They're never good, and the Raiders never draft one draft first. <laughs> so, refuse first. to draft I mean, first. They, I remember them drafting once high or maybe twice in the last decade. Yeah, top five. Cleland and Khalil would be. Well, they just drafted this actually dude from Texas Tech, seventh last year. Uh, Chris Collinsworth said he looks absolutely terrible. <laughs> and they showed a couple highlights in the Sunday game. It was like, this is not yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, so three undefeated teams through three weeks, Cowboys, uh, sorry, Cowboys, Niners, Dolphins, Eagles last year, by the way, there were only two undefeated. I thought I went back and looked at last year. I thought I was going to find like, Oh, every year there's about five to seven. Now last year, there were two undefeated teams. Niners were one and two, uh, Miami and Philly were your unbeatens last year in 2021, (laughs) 2021 through three weeks, there were five undefeateds. Here's how much that mattered. Carolina. The Cardinals, the Rams, the Raiders, and the Broncos. Those were your undefeated teams three weeks ago, uh, two years ago through three weeks. Well, the Rams won the Super Bowl. Yep. Cardinals made the playoffs, lost to the Rams in that Monday night game. And the Raiders, don't forget, made the playoffs that year. So uh, good omen then, I guess. Um, Dolphins dropped 70 on the Broncos. Broncos are falling apart before our eyes. We'll get to that later. And... um, you know, Mike McDaniel looks like Kyle Shanahan on steroids so far through three weeks. Do you, the dude, he, he, you know what he copied? McVay's great at this, and Kyle's great at this. Is like, you're going to spend so much time on offense, and you know what you're doing. you got to convince your owner, which is not hard in Miami, give me a lot of money for a defensive coordinator, and he went and got Vic Fangio. Like, obviously, that wasn't the story against Sean Payton. But big picture, if they're going to win this week against the Bills or he's going to go on to be the number one seed, Vic Fangio hire. All these guys know offense, even LaFleur. Like, if your defense is good enough, if your defense is good enough, like, you can make hay. Like, ultimately, the Dolphins, like, if they are going to be a serious AFC contender, they're going to need to get some stops. Like, watch the fucking Chiefs on defense. Like, they're really good. Yeah. You know? And and you got to play defense. Because you're not – do you think – 70 in 2023 to me is dramatically worse than anything that happened in the mid 60s at 72 points. Like, I, I don't even think they're comparable. Wait, the mid 1960s? I'm the record was set in 66. Okay. Right. 70, 72 points in a game. Right. Yeah. Did you see that? Like, he had the chance yeah. to break the NFL record. 
with a field goal at the end of the game, he didn't do it. And he said, you know, we're not trying to kick them when they're down, even though they <laughs> scored 70 points. I think it is way worse. It's like, I don't know who was playing in the mid sixties, but it's Sam fair Huff. to say that. Yeah. It wasn't exactly, you know, it was a lot harder to score. Well, because like, look who you're playing against. Like it's 2023. Their defense actually had some good players. Last yeah, you're year. saying, cause they, you're not playing against grocers or. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying 2023 score 70 fucking points. That, that is, that reflects it. Like that's, that should be the new record. I guess that's my point. That, that should be yeah, the, new the modern. This is the modern era. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We don't see it really in college football games of any value. That's we don't see it, right? Oregon just put eighty-one a few weeks ago on um, Portland State. Yeah. I mean, that's that. You go okay. That is Oregon. That's Nike against the little engine that can't. This is an NFL game between NFL teams. But it's the same thing, I would imagine. If you went and watched the third and fourth quarter of that game, aren't they playing like their four-string running back who is just killing those guys? Yeah. In the NFL, you can take your starters out, but okay, your backup running back goes. I think getting beat 50 to nothing or 50 to three is way better than losing 70 to 20. I I don't know how you ever shake 70. You'd rather lose 50 to nothing in the NFL than 70 to 20. Yeah, I agree with you. The bigger the number, the worse it is. That's three more touchdowns. Three more touchdowns. The the part that was crazy to me was that they didn't look like they were really trying to do anything crazy for the most part. They're just breaking no, off third string running, running back, 40-yard runs, 60-yard runs, whatever. Uh, so, I mean, because of that, a lot of people have the Dolphins at the top of their power rankings, John, this week. But still a lot to prove defensively. I mean, what he's done with Tua is just incredible. And really, you know, some people would tell you we nitpick the Niners. Some people tell you we're too positive on the Niners. Just by process of elimination, it, they're just, you know, without a debate, they're a top three team in the NFL right now, right? And that's not just based on the records. I think it's also, to me, it's based on the eye test. Yeah, prize picks is where it's at. Prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app with more than 5 million users. I've been using it and telling you about it for months. It's the most fun and exciting way to get in on the action while you watch your favorite sports and players. We're not going to talk about my Otani-less season-long pick quite yet on his home run total. You just pick more or less of two or more player stats for a shot to win up to 100 times your cash. For example, this week on Prize Picks, you can go Anthony Edwards more than 29 points and Nikola Jokic more than 10 rebounds. Playoff time's the time to join because star players mean more on Prize Picks. Keep an eye out for the starred players on the board and you could receive a 10% payout boost if they're in your winning lineup. So right now, download the Prize Picks app and use the code HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize Picks, code HAM50. First deposit match up to 100 bucks. Price picks. Pick more. Pick less. It's that easy. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at Butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it. Four years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared 
with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, Promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M. Save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The fact that Dallas lost is not what kills them. It's who they lost to and how they lost. Like they, I know they were down three offensive linemen, but like barely any explosive. They couldn't throw it over the top. Um, it's Terrible partly in the red that zone. too. Bad in the red zone. They just, you know, they didn't look like a team that was going to be seven and one. Now maybe they will, but they didn't look that way. The Niners, Dolphins, and I would even say the Niners and Dolphins have been just because the Eagles had a game two weeks ago that wasn't their best probably a little a little ahead but i give miami i give philly a lot of credit for not looking their best and being undefeated like you get credit for that because that's life that's the way it works yeah i mean we did see the 49ers play tua last year and it did not go well for tua now he had about 17 concussions throughout the season so he's clearly looks a little better this year and vic fangio would be a big addition for them against kyle Right. I mean, he just, that's a huge upgrade. I I would say that even if their personnel is not, you know, Jason Taylor and Zach uh, 
Thomas are walking through that door. I, I do think the Eagles are every bit as good as the 49ers. Like, they, they are just so fucking loaded at every position. I mean, star impact players. DeAndre Swift has ran for like 350 yards the last couple of weeks. I mean, he looks awesome. I, I had to Google the trade last night. They flip-flop picks in the 200s. It was like the Eagles gave pick 219 for pick 245, and they gave a fourth-round pick in 2025. So basically, they were just giving this guy away, and I, I've heard it now because I've watched a couple Eagles games. Like, well, he's from Pennsylvania Prep or whatever. It's like, so he's a local guy. He does look really good, and that's an element. I mean, if they're going to have you know high end running back with those wide receivers and the tight end, their offensive line, the 49ers Hargrave has been huge. He leads the league in interior pressures. Well, Jalen Carter is currently second now. Hargrave. Jalen Carter hasn't played that many snaps. Hargrave plays a lot, but that shows you. I mean, they got that talent that guy has and possesses. He had last night one of the fumbles where he punched. He had a pre- he just he's violent. He's fucking huge. Now, part of the reason he quote unquote falls in a draft when Pete Carroll passed on him or the Lions passed on him, wouldn't they all tell you like we know on an individual game or for a month? No one's arguing. No one's passing on him because we don't think he's an elite player. We just don't trust this guy. We don't think, especially in our situations, we are equipped to handle it. And the, the test is going to be over the long haul. Right. And all for the 49ers care about is like this year. Like, can he just stay out of trouble this year? Does he anything happen this year? Because if it doesn't, they have themselves a serious problem. Like, they, they, they lose Hargrave, who is a player most teams would not be able to replace, and they just replace him. Right, like it's what the Niners tried to do player. with Kinlaw. Yeah, it shows you how hard it is, right? Because you always want to replace a stud in that situation with the much cheaper stud, who then is on a cost control contract. But how often does it work out? It's yeah. pretty rare. And even there, they had to. It wasn't a risk-free ad, right? The Niners was not risk-free. Kinlaw had not had the production like you were projecting. Kinlaw, obviously, the Eagles. It's not risk-free based on the guy, but. Um, Kinlaw was nowhere near the prospect of Jalen for sure. Uh, the player, the risk was the knee. Yeah, Jalen's the off the field. Jalen would have Jalen would have gone top three. You think? Yeah, I mean he he was. I think most people would say he's in a vacuum the best player in the draft. Right, he's a better prospect at his position than Bryce Young is at his position. But clearly, quarterbacks go higher. Yeah. Um, you know, you remember Ruben, there was a time when we thought like Ruben Foster, man, what a pick, like they nailed it. And then it just, they didn't. Right. But yeah, this guy's a better player even than Ruben. Yeah. Ruben had injury. Like, yeah. We'll just see. And and it's going to prove like, can their organizational structure contain them? Right. Cause Georgia could. And I would say historically, a lot of the elite colleges can, right. Alabama when they're humming, Miami when they're humming, Ohio state when they're humming, a quote-unquote red flag, you'd be like, well, this guy was your three-year starter. He was like a two-time All-American. It's because the or the coaches in college can basically hold your hand for three years. Harder in the pros, right? Eagles win, what happens? Get home, today's off. You can do whatever you want last night when you get home at four in the morning. You can do whatever you want all day, and you're super rich. I mean, so a lot of times when people get in trouble, when is it? It's like Monday, of, Monday or Tuesday. Remember with uh, what's the name on the Raiders? It doesn't happen on like Thursday or Friday. Where college, they kind of get a day off, but kind of not. 
right? Yeah. You're just because you even play a if day, day home off, game. That's probably the highest risk situation. A day home game, right? So you have the night because even okay, your day's off on Monday. Well, you got classes, and you better believe if you're a questionable guy, they're making sure you're going to class, right? Or making you come in for study hall. Like they're still seeing you in the NFL. Like I gotta see a D lineman if he's hel- if he doesn't need to get checked by the trainer. I can see a lot of guys. I do think with Dallas, you know, I'm not a McCarthy guy, but I do think with Dallas, you you're missing three three offensive linemen for a game, and they're all excellent offensive linemen. You know, that may not actually be who you are. So we saw the Niners start one and two with losses that looked just as bad last year and uh, come back and, and have a great year. So I think the concerning part would be is that now they have Mike calling the plays. Yeah. Historically, Mike's success with a lot of the big-time Packer teams, Aaron can just pull shit out of his ass. And he became one of the all-time great players, especially when he was young and moving. And he was awesome. You get in the red zone with Dak, a little more dependent on the scheme than with Aaron. No different, like Andy can call a bad play and Mahomes can make it look awesome and no one knows. With Dak, they got in the red zone a couple times. Like, you got CeeDee Lamb, you have Tony Pollard, they got Brandon Cooks now. You should be able to at least get a couple opportunities where if Dak airmails them or whatever. It was really hard. Like, guys were covered. Like, you watch some of those red zone trips, it wasn't even like, you know, they just screwed up, a guy tripped. It was like everyone was covered. It's Mike, you know, playing chess right there. And that's where, like, McDaniels, Kyle, and these guys, like, you feel they can play chess. And Dak is pretty dependent, just like Brock Purdy is, on his offensive coordinator. Where Rodgers, in Rodgers' prime, just like, that's where Mahomes, like, it's not fair. He's got one of the great offensive coordinators of all time, and he's one of the most talented guys. And honestly, might speak to some of Rodgers' greatness. Like, can you imagine if he would have had like an all-time great offensive coach? And McCarthy, I, he's not bad. Well, well when I'm he got when him and Lafleur got in sync, it was pretty devastating, right? It Fuck was yeah, he's rattling fun. off MVPs. Yeah, so it matters. At thirty-seven years old. Yeah, it matters. Uh, so that that would be because physic physically, you know, you, the Niners are going to have a game against some random team. Like, is it fair to say they're not going to go undefeated? Yes. And even if they beat the Eagles, they're going to lose a game that people are going to be like, how the fuck did that happen? Isn't that NFL 101? Like, if they go 15-2, and two, more than likely, one of their two losses is a big-time head-scratcher. <laughs> yeah. you just It's easier to take when you're 3-0, and 5-0, and 6-1, 7-2, right, than when it's last year, week one, and you go, oh, my, and then you're 1-2, and two, and you're like, oh, my God, is this team going to miss the playoffs, Right. And that's where Dallas losing, even if you say kind of, hey, I don't, I'm not going to make any grand proclamations out of one game, in a conference that feels like it's a three-team race for home field, and you're going to play both of them head-to-head, and one of them already has a loss, you know, a win over Dallas would feel pretty big because it would feel like you are now two games ahead of them. I think that loss makes Dallas feel closer to like, they're 12-5. and five. And the Niners and Eagles have like 15 win upside where Dallas just doesn't. And I think that gets to the Dak-McCarthy combo. Both yeah. good, yeah, but both probably not 15 win good at this point in time. If, if their defense is a little off, and they were. They were getting gashed. I mean, they, they were getting gashed. The Niners, hell, that was happening with the Niners against uh, last week against the Ramps or two weeks ago against the Ramps. It was like, ah, the first half, these, guys yeah. are wide, these guys are wide fucking open. 
Right. But what did they do? They scored 30. What was Dallas doing? They were struggling to score. Your your defense could have off days. That was the problem with that. That to me is the biggest difference with Purdy than Jimmy. It's like you don't have to be perfect because their offense just hums a little more. By the way, Niners and see who the Eagles play next week. While you're doing that, I'll tell you that Niners and Cowboys play at the same time on Fox this Sunday. So Eagles Commanders, 10 a.m. Okay, that's a good morning game. Where is that game? Eagles have a little stretch here where they can rattle off some dubs. They get the Commanders at home. They go play the Rams, and then they play the Jets, but that's a you know hour bus ride. Yeah. Then they play the Dolphins on Sunday Night Football, which I would imagine is going to do some pretty big ratings. Yes. But th- that's three games that I-, I think the Eagles feel destined right now at worst 5-1, and one, and they got a really legit chance to be 6-0 going into that Dolphins game, which they get at home. Which will be Sunday night, which would be bananas if they're both six and one or five and one. Like that's because the Niners game, even with the Cowboys losing, as long as the Cowboys take care of business this week and they're four and one, and the Niners are five and zero. Oh, excuse me, the Niners would be four and one, they'd be three and zero. Oh. Excuse me, <laughs> Niners would be four and zero, oh, they'd be three and one. Right? It's still big. You sometimes like if you ever see a clip of. You know, the big time games in like the early 90s of some of like the sweet Cowboys teams or the Niners or some of the Favre Packers. It'd be like on Fox, eight and two against seven and three. Like, so your net, your, your records aren't always, we expect everyone to be like flawless. Right. You go like 11 and five, you got a pretty good chance to win the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. That's right. You know, most of these teams ain't going 15 and one. Well, Miami plays Buffalo this week. Someone's losing that game. It doesn't rule them out of winning the Super Bowl. Right. Exactly. So, uh, comment from Thomas here on the stream. You know who looked good with zero expectations over him is Javon Kinlaw. Um, just in time for a comp pick, John. Kinlaw is turning it up. <laughs> Niners are going to get a second rounder for Kinlaw. You notice, like, the thing with Kinlaw, he loves the thing. I don't know if you saw the quote from somebody. I don't know if he said it or somebody said he said it. Uh, that they've been, like, on Wilkes. They really want to do five-man pressures. With Kinlaw, and it wor- it worked. They did it the other day, and it worked. And they're gonna they can't wait to do more of it. And it's it's great. Like yeah, by all means, do whatever works and do something unique. But it's a pretty fundamental. It's a numbers game. Like a five man pressure versus a four man pressure. There's five guys to block five guys as opposed to five guys to block four guys. So it makes somebody's life easier, and in this case, it makes his life easier. So yeah, maybe they are. Find it, and this is where you got to give Wilkes some credit, and maybe Kaseric too. Definitely Kaseric, but like that is a solve. Like, okay, these are the ingredients we have. How are we going to cook with this? All right, let's get the most out of Kinlaw. And I think if they have a great Kinlaw year, obviously his health is going to be a big factor. But that's something that Wilkes and Kaseric, Kaseric already gets his flowers, but Wilkes will get some credit if he's like, you know what, the best thing for Javon Kinlaw, some of these five man pressures. Now he's one on one, and he's going to be unstoppable because he's so strong. And he's going to, that'll be a, that's like an early Wilkes. Give him some credit for this one thing. Javon Kinlaw. I saw, I was watching uh, a clip of Lombardi on with McAfee and Kyle Van Oy. Which Lombardi? Former, uh, Mike Lombardi. Okay. Kyle Van Oy, who played at BYU and played all over the place, but he was a former high pick of the Detroit Lions and the Patriots traded for him. And he went on to resurrect his career with the Patriots because he was kind of viewed as like a bust. And become a really good player. Super Bowl champion. 
and Lombardi said the best thing that ever happened to him. And he, they're on the Zoom kind of together, you know, McAfee's in his studio, Van Oy sitting next to him, was you're playing out of position. We made Kyle Van Oy the fifth rusher. Now, granted, he was like a stand-up linebacker. And then McAfee was like, is that an insult or is that a positive thing? Because basically saying that you're not a true just one-on-one like a Nick Bosa or whatever. And the, and the reality is some guys have to be schemed. Like T.J. Watt, Nick Bosa, watching Aaron Donald. Like certain guys, it doesn't fucking matter. They, they could play any place, anywhere, any scheme. Two, a 2-4-6, two, a 3-4, a 4-2, it, it does not matter. The overwhelming majority of guys are not that. Like Jalen Carter probably could play in any scheme. I think it's fair to say he could. Uh, Javon Kinlock clearly. Now, he's also has some health issues, but clearly because of his health issues, not as strong, not as powerful as they expected him to be. So you got to kind of put him in position. And I, I think clearly we saw some of those double teams last year in the Eagles game. Holy shit, he was getting you know, tossed to Harrisburg. So you got to get him in one-on-one situations with the weak link. And... Is it Hargrave a good example? Like you could put him over most guys. I've even seen Jason Kelsey say he's like one of the hardest guys he's ever had to block in practice. Wow, those he's are two guys loaded around too. That's a yeah, battle. Powerful hands. So you just got to utilize your players. It's what isn't that coaching? Yeah. In fair, I, they, they tried. Like it's it, I did not put it on the coaches with Kinlaw before. It's Kinlaw's knees, which would be the problem with him ever getting a comp. Even if he does have a really good year, every team, when they were thinking about signing him as a free agent, would bring him in on a physical. And I think that would uh, slow down the contract talks yeah. once they got to the knee. All right. So maybe a fifth-round comp? Comp uh, coming. Know. Comp coming. I feel, he's, I feel he's got – my guess would be one year, fake like $3.5 million, 400 guaranteed. One of those. Not from the Niners. Not for he won't be in the Niners. Not from the Niners. Yeah. Um, you were doing a got was that today or yesterday you were on with Gottlieb? Called in before we hopped on. Okay, so you did a Gottlieb today, and what did got what did Doug Gottlieb, uh, your boy and mine? What did he ask you? Well, first he he shit on Deion Sanders players uh, for talking shit and then getting killed, which was justified. Then we talked about Kirk Cousins because. There was talk this offseason that they tried to unload him. Uh, the 49ers weren't even interested. Uh, no one was really that interested. He makes a ton of money. They're in the rare spot of like already knowing they were going to suck before they actually sucked, and they didn't want to keep Kirk Cousins despite him putting up really good numbers, which I would say is pretty unprecedented. It doesn't usually happen. You just keep rolling with that guy till it just kind of ends. Right. Even watching him against the Chargers, like he's still a solid player. Like, he's the least of their worries. He's like nine touchdowns, two picks. You you don't move on from that until you have a solution. You don't just be like, we'll let him walk or trade him and then just draft some guy. That's not the way it works usually. But, no, it doesn't work usually, except it'll be the second time in his career that it's happened. (laughs) Yes. So, he's the precedence happened with him. But you would say the last time it happened, they were wrong. Yeah. Right? Yep. He won won that argument. Uh, One thing he asked was... There's going to be like, will they trade Kirk Cousins if they're one and five? We already know they want to move on from the guy. Would the 49ers trade for him? Uh, they have, I think they lead the league currently in cap space. They have 40, like 42 million. Uh, so, and my answer was simply absolutely no chance. Zero. 
I, I think Kyle Shanahan has the Bill Belichick quality that he's just very unemotional about the players. Besides, like, the really sweet ones. Like, Bill loves uh, Slater, the UCLA special teamer. Like, it's probably his favorite player ever. Even Tom, he loved until, like, he got to 42 years old. Edelman. Like, there are specific players. But Kyle is not... Look at Josh McDaniels as a good example. Like, did you really have to sign Jimmy Garoppolo? Was that really your best option of all your options just because you knew him and he kind of knew some of your language? Because that's, in the NFL, not the ideal way to do business, especially when you factor in, like, how much money you have to give him. Like, D'Amico, Jimmy Ward, makes a lot of sense, right? You, you sign Aaron Rodgers, bring one of his buddies with him. I totally get it, right? I, I get some of that, but I also like being unemotional with that, and I think Purdy... I think Kyle Shanahan like fucking legit likes Purdy a lot. Did you hear him after the game on Thursday night saying after I watched the tape, I actually thought he was better seeing yeah. all the blitzes, how he handled it. Yep. I, and I don't think he is doing like a lot of the coach speak bullshit. I think he's being very serious when he talks about it like that. I don't think he th- like I. Yeah, I agree with you. He doesn't think Brock needs it. He's not giving Brock fake confidence because Brock doesn't need it. You know, I mean. Think about when the Niners practiced with the Raiders this year. I remember one of the big topics. I people asked Jimmy about it. People definitely asked Kyle about it. Uh, what's your what, what was your relationship? And if you talk to the people who covered the team or people around the team, everyone's answer is like, "Yeah, you know, it was kind of weird, Jimmy and Kyle." And that's something that happens over time. He and Brock have not been together that long, but I think it's probably normal for Brock. And I'm not saying it was Jimmy's fault or. Kyle's fault. I probably both of them, but I think it's probably a little refreshing for Kyle. And it, and it's, I think probably pretty normal for Brock to be coached hard and to be able to accept hard coaching um, or whatever it is Kyle does. And I think from Kyle's perspective, I, I think Brock probably, and tell me if you think this is fair. I think Brock sees it faster and clearer than Garoppolo does. Um, I don't think, I, I think Jimmy's gotten worse. Well, yeah, I, I think his, and that happens. I think his, right? I think his, get, I think his arm looks not quite as strong. I agree with you, but it happens, right? Guys get kind of scarred by their experiences. If you talk to quarterbacks, they, they, they say that that can happen, and maybe Brock hasn't. Brock's in a good situation to start, and Jimmy had been through a lot. But my point is that Brock well, gets. Did, in, did, I think Carr falls under that. He's not quite as confident as he in his younger self in the pocket. Yep, I agree with you. I was looking at it this morning. Brock is seventh in the NFL in time to throw, 2.46 seconds, um, which is actually faster than he was last year. Last year, he was 2.84 seconds to throw. This year, you're, t- you're talking about the time you have until someone's going to touch you? I'm talking about the time it actually, on average, takes you to throw the football. How quickly do you get rid of the ball? Who's like and one? I, um, I'll pull it up here and tell you in a second. Uh, was it really good players? Or Tua. Was, Tua well, gets it out the fastest. Working well. Burrow is two, Dalton is three, Mac Jones is four, Dak is five, Lawrence is six, Purdy is seven, Minshew is eight. A lot of, you know, there can be a lot of things that contribute to this, like just check downs, you know, but Brock actually is like eight yards per attempt. Um, so Brock's, if you go look at even the air yards, Brock's not just checking it down. But my, my point in saying all that is I think Brock is less frustrating for Kyle than Jimmy is. I think he's less frustrating for him. And so I think it's easier for Kyle. <laughs> like, I think what Kyle says gets through every time um, in a way that is good for both of them. Well, why would Kyle's relationship with Jimmy have been weird? You're an up and down player. 
Like, who are most of coaches' favorite players? The good ones. I mean, what? Like, what? Kyle likes Julio and Matt Ryan. He likes Fred Warner and Trent Williams. Frustrating players. Like, who's Andy's favorite players? It's like Donovan McNabb, Brian Dawkins, Mahomes, and Kelsey. I mean, what? What the fuck are we talking about? Like, when Jimmy said that, was like Jimmy play better? Like, what? He's not gonna like jerk you off every day when you're throwing picks and struggling to win. And he goes, I don't even think he did that much. So I, I think that's how about about reply to a text message. Yeah. And then part of stuff like that, like you're not easy to deal with in the sense of, I bet Purdy is just now he's also at the point in his career where when anyone with the 49ers says jump, Purdy says, I'll jump higher than you'll ever seen before in your life. And that changes sometimes as you got older. Hell, there were stories about Tom Brady by the end. It was like, he'd get frustrated with stuff. And he's a, I'm not comparing the two. I'm just saying every human being, once you start getting paid a lot of money and you know you're the starting quarterback, the one thing Jimmy did have some leverage. Like, it was pretty clear that ain't no one around here better than me. <laughs> and then once you drafted the guy, I know I'm fucking better than this guy too. Right. So it's, like, I, you know, I don't think Jimmy by any means like a bad guy, but I think that we're all human beings. And in his mind, he's like laying on the line. I got Kyle in my ass. And I know I'm the best version. So it's just... I would say there's just some natural football tension there, which is probably happens a lot with that level of player, this good a team, and the play caller. There's usually not that much tension with the high-end quarterbacks, right? Because they know they got leverage, but you know you need everybody, and everyone's kind of on the same page. Jimmy and him just were never truly felt like equals. There just was never an equal. It was always Kyle here, Jimmy here. That never changed. And right now it's clear, like Kyle's here, Purdy's here. But Purdy knows he's here. Now, when he ever gets there, that would be the thing with Cousins. Like, if Cousins came in, in fairness to Cousins, he'd be like, bro, I've made $250 million since you left my ass. Check how many touchdowns I've thrown. Like, I got some ideas, too. Yeah. And, Wasn't that and, the thing with, like, Rodgers and McCarthy? You start going, like, Mike, I know I know as much as you, and I think I'm better than you. And Rodgers at the beginning with LaFleur, too, right? Who are you? Where did you come from? What What have you done? Yeah, you want me to go under center and turn my back to the defense when I've won MVPs and dominated this league from shotgun? Because that was a Matt Ryan thing, right? But Matt didn't have as much juice as Aaron. It was LaFleur was in a much more difficult spot than Kyle was with Matt, right? Yep. LaFleur was in – I actually pretty impressed with LaFleur. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a LaFleur believer, John. There was a moment in the game where he just was like, after they scored to make it a one-score game, he just goes over there, gets on a knee with Jordan Love. I'm like – I think this guy listened to a lot of the stuff McVeigh and Kyle were doing. I think it. I think it is. I think he's in. He's in the group. Like he's not just a guy on the tree. Like he's. His downfall might be his. De- I don't know. Like his defensive coordinator. He hasn't had like his Vic Fangio, his Wade Phillips, his D'Amico's. That could be the downfall because I think clearly. Yeah. I mean, they, they're missing star. I mean, they got a chance to be like a fringe playoff team for sure. Mm-hmm. Say this with Jordan Love. You just watch a half of football, especially the second half when he started playing well. He shows way more than Trey ever did, than Fields does, than Zach Wilson does. Like, there's just more. To, I don't know if he's going to be a 10-year starter, but he's got more to work with. It just feels natural for him. And part of it more is, fluid, you know, more if he had yeah. played right away out of college, maybe it wouldn't have. But it, it feels pretty, he feels like a guy pretty in control, pretty comfortable. Yep. He actually got a much more like 1991 landing. Like that's how a lot of players started their career. They got drafted. Yeah. They sat for a couple of years. They got a moment here if there was a rolled ankle, but for the most part, they got their opportunity to potentially start if they, if they were liked in the building year three. 
That's what made Purdy, I think, Kyle so impressed. Flung into the action immediately on a team that had like Super Bowl aspirations and answered the bell. So you, the credit you earn in that situation, like think about last year, all the credit, like Justin Fields leads the league in rushing. They drafted first overall. They lost every fucking game that he was running around. They lost. You know? Well, I don't want to rewrite his history, fault, but, but like even when Jimmy earned his contract after being traded, it was the games themselves were meaningless, right? I was for you and I were both all for, yeah, Pam and move forward. Yeah, you got to do it. But it was a very different tightrope he walked than the one Brock Purdy just did last year. Did feel like he was a little more of a gunslinger and that well, I know. form that stretch was like, I'll pay this guy too. Yeah, I know. It was like Kyle beat him down. I Brock feels like he's going the other way. Like Brock is getting more confident, I think, as time goes on and he's better able to handle some of the some of the struggles. So well, it shows you when you have a when, don't work. when you have a major injury, I think sometimes we just breeze by it with quarterbacks. Like, I was just he'll be fine. Some guys like Carr, you know, never quite been the same post the ankle injury. He just, he just hasn't. Jimmy was solid, but I, I thought he looked a lot better physically pre-ACL. And, and maybe there's an element of getting a little gun-shy. I don't blame – how would you ever want to rehab again? That's why you have to respect, like, Tom Brady has knee-ripped, Peyton Manning's back neck goes, and they came back and just dominated. Yeah, I mean, what's Rogers, what's Rogers going to look like next year? Well, he might just be so old, you know. What if he just can't – because when you really watch that little juke he did – I think like five years ago, he's, he was quick. I, he kind of looked, I'm not trying to overanalyze the four plays, but he looked a little slow. He's, just, he's old. He's not quite as spry. Aliens uh, gave us five bucks to ask, can the Niners cover 14 or is Arizona one of the bets of the week? Is this the week you're so ready that, to unveil locks of the week, John? I think it's been hard this year. Yeah. Of course they can cover 14. I feel better about it after watching what just happened, but at this point, feels I feel big. like the Niners haven't found equilibrium yet. They're just too dominant feel, right now. Feels big. <laughs> it just feels big. You know, I would say the two touchdown line in the NFL is pretty risky for a team that's proven to be pretty feisty. You you might be sweating that one out. And then if if they cruise to a victory and end up winning by thirteen, you'd be like, that's too many points for this team. Dan asks, any chance the Niners try to get Patrick Sertan the second from Denver? Well, it's interesting you say you asked that question, Dan, because Patrick Sertan won, which is what he calls himself on Twitter. That's Papa Sertan. Toiling in the soil, he tweeted. SMH2, as in, I don't know so, if that means like the second or the his son, you know, Patrick Ware's number two. So Sertan the second. Oh, that oh that's bad. I thought it, I thought it was I thought it was Patrick Sertan the, the the player currently I didn't this realize that was his dad. I'm like he's talking about himself like that. This is yeah, no, this is dad. <laughs> dad saying Patrick Sertan one is saying two, you deserve better. The athletic reporter who covers the Denver Broncos today wrote a piece about could this are they in are they could they soon be in tank mode? Um the player that would undoubtedly produce the biggest return in a trade is Sertan. The all pro corner established himself one of the best. Sertan had a rough day in Miami like everyone else. There's nothing to change the fact there's 31 other teams that love to have him. The Jags received two firsts and a fourth when they traded a young all-pro Jalen Ramsey to the Rams in 2019. And uh, you mentioned the $40 million in cap space. Now, 
I want you to go. I'll go back for those of you watching, John, on this tweet. Um, Patrick Sertan, the first reply, bring him home. Man, that's something if he came home. Dolphins soon. Get him to Miami. Fins, bring him home. Fins, free PS2. Sure does. He deserves better. Make him a Dolphin. So Dolphins fans are ready to bring him home, John. But could he be a Niner? Think about the irony. His dad is avatar is him playing for the Dolphins, who he's talking about just destroying his son's team. I know. And all of the people, I would say that a large percentage of people that follow him are Dolphins people that liked his dad. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to go back and look. Two ones and a, and a four feels a little risky. How about a one like, and a two? Already ha- uh, I'd probably do a one and a two. Now, the Dolphins might get a better offer than that. I, I think the way I would look at it, though, is do I need two shutdown corners? Now, you could argue in a year, Ward, you can move on from, so you get this guy to kind of funnel into that spot, or do I use my resources for the line of scrimmage? Because I would say I try to get guys like this. I was thinking about this. Did you see J.C. Jackson Sunday was a healthy scratch? Yeah. Also as a worn out for like a $600 parking ticket or whatever. Made me think twice. I just got uh, something in the mail that says I owe $250. Has me going through a, a green light, going like 11 miles over the speed limit. I'm like, what, what are we doing here? Uh, but it, someone in the law enforcement world told me, like, the, it's a secondary company. Throw it away. No one ever finds out. But well, That's what everyone does, I guess. No, this is we'll not see. legal advice. <laughs> not legal advice. From John Middlecoff. I, I, I think with my resources, I try to lean in the trenches. Like I know everyone wants seven sweet corners. I don't know, man. I, I I'm I'm not anti trading for this player in a vacuum. I just like allocating my resources to right tackle to another sweet pass rusher. Like, can you ever have enough of those guys? When all else fails, Jalen Hurts at moments has looked terrible, and the Eagles just overwhelm you at the point of attack. Mm-hmm. I, I I would lean that way. Like, is there any version of that that becomes available? I'll lean an offensive lineman, obviously would be a right tackle, who maybe could eventually be a left tackle. Trent's old. I mean, there's. I mean, the 49ers were to win the Super Bowl. Is it out of the realm of possibility? Trent's just like, I retire? He it's not out of the realm. I, I will say I was at a press conference this year where he talked, and I was kind of thinking that. And he was talking like he was, the way he was talking, he was saying things about being a mul- multiple years left in his career was just the way he was talking. But no. Who knows how this, this well, season he, hasn't I, played I, out yet. He, he could, has the talent. No, I'm not he, saying he was like breaking down. I'm just saying like, I did it. Yeah, no, 100%. He could do that. He also, you know, he got money coming to him. So that's always a factor. But who and knows? good. It, why would he leave? He's, you know. But you never know, John. You could end up, you know, well, I played, no one knows, but I played the last six games on a broken foot and I just, I can't do it. You know, like who knows? You just never know. So well, I would say when Willis and Joe Staley retired, it was a little shocking right? It was like, Patrick Willis from retire? And he's like, I can't feel my fucking foot, guys. I, I can't feel my foot. And Joe Staley's like, my body, man. My body. So you just, that's the thing with these O-linemen and these tough guys, is they don't wear it. Like, a lot of the skill guys tell you about it. You're like, God, this guy's battling, man. The, the O-lineman, you're like, wait. Oh, this guy got, played, his, got his breath knocked out. <laughs> this guy played with a dislocated neck for the last three years? And you're like, yeah, I just toughed it out. Tortorol, uh, three times a week. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, and game day. You're like, Jesus. So I'm leaning the trenches. That's just my philosophical belief. They, they already have a corner, and they got other corners. I 
obviously this guy's an immediate starter. I'm, I'm not saying that, but you only, Howie Roseman said this best, everyone has the same amount of resources. They change as you pay guys, as you make trades, but every team in the league has the same amount of resources. Now, depending on the draft order, one's picks are higher than the others, but every team starts every single year with a first-round pick, a second-round pick, a third-round pick. Mm-hmm. The same amount of money, it's just you get to decide who you want to pay and who you don't want to pay. And I think the Eagles have shown they were just so set up with incredible offensive and defensive line. What's so incredible about Kyle is like, They've hit on a couple guards, right? I, Burford and Banks have been really good. And the center is just a random, but they, it works. But, like, Banks and Burford eventually, like, they keep playing at this level, are those guys are million-dollar, what, seven, eight-million-dollar players. I mean, they're not cheap. Yeah. So I, I think you got to be careful with just blowing your wad on the first sexy toy. So – Fundamentally, I've I have come over the years. You have convinced me to agree with you on the I will if I could get an A player on the line or an A corner, give me the A player on the line. That said, when I watch this team that's trying to win a Super Bowl this year, I do think there is some they're a little susceptible in their secondary. I think the Rams' first half showed it. Now the beauty is that their pass rush can get home, but as we've seen repeatedly with the Niners and a very good pass rush, pressure is not the same as a sack. We've seen them get close in big spots before and not quite pull it out. And I think the ability to really cover at two spots on this team this year and even on next year's team is a pretty great luxury. Now, what I would the, the, the thing I would add is it's September 26th. You don't know what your needs are going to be on October 15th yet. And the market on Patrick Sertan is going to they're going to if you're if the Dolphins are smart, they let I mean, the uh, Broncos are smart. They'll let that thing heat up a little bit. Now, you never know. Sean Payton could be in General Patton's office right now, screaming, "I don't like his dad's tweet. Get him the get him the fuck out of here. I want him on the first bird smoking." Right, that, Sean Payton. So far, you would say uh, the self confidence in the state of Colorado from the head football coaches is at an is at a mile high between Sean Payton and Coach Prime. The difference is Coach Prime gets to bring his own Louie and kick guys to the curb. It doesn't cost him anything. Sean Payton does not. So I don't know what Sean Payton's pissed about right now, but I know he's pissed. And he might be pissed about tweets. Who knows what the hell else he's pissed about? Um, so there could be a little bit, you know, maybe the Broncos don't operate with kind of the the way that General Patton would want to operate because maybe Sean's breathing down his neck. But I don't know. I think I think General Patton's on borrowed time. <laughs> yeah, so he's I, doing I think, what Sean wants. I, I think he's on borrowed time. I, I, I think the key with the 49ers, if you were to do something like that, you know, it's 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 going to bring Ayuk into question, whether it's Patrick Sertain, whether the, eight the mil next year for Sertan, for Sertan. Yeah, but remember, I think what made Jalen unique is he was like, I'm cool with not getting paid. He's like, I'll play out a year and then get a huge contract, which they inevitably did. A, l- a lot of guys don't usually uh, subscribe to that mindset. Yeah, right at, at the highest level. Now, I-, I would say last year he was a first team All Pro your defense keep playing like this, he will not be an all-pro this year, right? Even though he's a good player. So does that drive down the value? Like, do it, does it only take me like a one and a three? Who am I bidding against? I would say a team that would immediately be sniffing around be like Seattle. They love DBs. If you So if you told me, like, remember the part of the reason they got McCaffrey? Now, they would have wanted McCaffrey no matter what, but they really wanted him once the Rams wanted him. I could see Seattle being all over this guy. The Eagles don't need him. You know, who knows? Like, I mean, the Cowboys, they're down a corner. Yeah. That's a good one. 
at Miami. Obviously, the Eagles one hundred. The Eagles one hundred percent would not trade for this guy. Seattle one hundred percent would, and so would Dallas. Uh, yeah, but Buffalo. I mean, the AFC. But none of those teams. Like to me, that doesn't affect you if you're the Niners. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You, Don adds that John's points well taken on Rodgers. He looked slow and physically fell off a lot. God, he's good. He's one of the man. oldest left tackle in the league. Seems like a in hindsight an easy one to. Pretty sure that guy is on the reserve now as well. Is he? I think he got hurt. I don't know if they put him on IR, but he because you know, Becton was playing left tackle. I for some reason watched it. I don't know how non YouTube TVers with one TV trying to watch Sunday football at my mom's house. I'm like, this is not possible. How do you how do you keep up with everything that's going on? I tried on Sunday at the ten for the ten AM games, I think. Like, let me just watch. I want to watch this. I want to watch Broncos Dolphins. Let me just watch this game. And then after like five minutes, I'm like, I because I just and you and I have talked about this, the YouTube TV, the four games, it's there's a lot going on. I was like, let me just old school it for a second here. And I just I felt I I was like, well, I gotta fuck it. I gotta go red zone on this other screen and I gotta go multi-game view over here. And yeah, that was the end of that. So I would say that game for a split second felt decent. Russell threw a touchdown. You're like, oh, this might be a and then within a couple more series, you're like, this thing's a joke. I thought the same thing with the Chiefs after you get Taylor Swift and a couple drives, you're like, this is this game feels even worse than the Dolphins game. And then what did they do? They switched to the Cowboy game. Which rarely happens. What was the other thing? Didn't we, that happen recently? Remember we it talked was the about right, this. It, it was the right move. It was the right move. Yeah. Uh, all right. On that note, anything else to add here? Yeah, I, I would just – I would go line. I, I think that's philosophically the team you're going to play. And even the Cowboys, right? You would say they've invested a lot. Line. Line of scrimmage. Line of scrimmage. Defense linemen. The thing – my holdup is just – I. Uh, who knows how that game would have played out with Philly last year? Multiple star receivers. You know, Kansas City, while they don't have multiple star receivers, they basically do because their quarterback can turn you into one. And this, the way, I mean, Emmanuel Sanders is a good player. Not Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, Emmanuel Mosley is a good player. Things happened in that Super Bowl with Kansas City that, you know, Bosa was right there. He was right there, but he didn't get there because that's what happens most of the time. You don't get there because you're playing good offensive coaches and they're planning to get the ball out against you. And I just wonder if that's the next step for this defense is being able to really cover multiple receivers. Well, one element that the Chiefs sacrificed by losing Tyree Kill because they're if they still had Tyree Kill. Newsflash, he would be equally as dominant, right? <laughs> he would be kicking the, – their offense would be look incredible. Their defense wouldn't be as good. And they use those picks into getting defensive players, which when you watch them on defense, now that Chris Jones is back, like that defense – I don't think people – people don't consider Kansas City because they're like offense, Mahomes. Uh-huh. They're fucking good on defense. I know, man. you're right. Now, if they got a good defense and Patrick Mahomes, that actually is a more sustainable way to play if your defense is just good. If that's your quarterback, it's basically like be like the Niners with totally. Mahomes. <laughs> you know, I look at Utah like, what's football. What's the Bills' right problem? Now, it's yeah? like their defense lets them down. <laughs> Andy's like, yeah, we got a top five defense and Patrick Mahomes. Right. Good it's luck. like, well, Josh Allen threw picks. Well, of course he did. He had to score forty points. Yeah, I think that's. that's I don't know if people take them quite seriously enough. Like, if they're gonna, and I'm not even talking about the Bears game, but just they punk the Jags, even the Lions. Like, it was really hard for them. 
Like, I think they view their team as more well-rounded now, though they're clearly take a step back without Tyreek Hill. But Pacheco, Kelsey's, you know, in a great place spiritually and personally. So (laughs) that was a pretty incredible NFL moment, I think, with her sitting there next to the mom. After the mom became pretty famous after her two sons went together. Like, it was... You had to factor in that the mom became a big deal. Like a lot of moms knew her because she was on like Good Morning in America stuff leading up to that Super Bowl. Like she became, you know, kind of she she got. She was the star of Super Bowl week, which is the biggest week in American culture, probably. Yeah. So I I, to have her sitting next to her like that, it would have been big if she was just there by herself. But to have them two together, yeah. Makes sense when TMZ reports they've been uh, secretly hanging out for a while. Do you, you buy a real relationship? It's hard because it's it's hard to know. Uh, it doesn't feel like either of the two's types, but they're both at a level of fame. I don't know. I, I will say this about Travis, who I ran into at TPC Scottsdale, couldn't have been any more normal. Like bullshitting, talking about Andy, talking with the cart guys. She is just rolling everywhere with 75 security people. Not that he doesn't like that, but it's not. The Kelsey family truly is kind of got some like blue collar roots, talk to people. Kelsey's drinking beers of that thing with the people. Like they're just, they're kind of men of the people. And she's really the polar opposite of woman of the people just because she's like Michael Jackson famous, right? Yeah. Well, I read a big astrology breakdown that made its way around the internet today. I don't know if you saw it from a from a Taylor Swift fan. She did a whole thing. Similar, about, they actually are same age, give or take a year. Is that based on your knowledge, or the or did you read the astrology breakdown? Well, I just saw that she's like thirty one or thirty two, and he's definitely thirty three or thirty four. So it's like it's not like she's twenty four and he's thirty five, or vice right. versa, right? Like Dane, like Dane Cook. Yeah, so they like they both graduated high school within the same level of time, right? Right. The 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 conclusion from the Swifty was based on all their uh, symbols and whatever, that it, it's going to come down to what you said. Can Travis handle what it means to be Taylor Swift's uh, you know, boyfriend? It did wonders both- for his jersey. His jersey sales have skyrocketed. I don't know if you saw that. Like I, I, I watched that guy go to the back of the range with his corn fairy buddy and just chip for like three hours. Just chipped. When was this? This was probably in like before OTAs because he said he was about to fly hmm. out. And I asked the guy... Like, you know, technically he's not supposed to be back there. It's only the pros, but who's going to tell Travis? John, you, you got Kelsey kicked out. <laughs> and he's really cool. But he, I just want, like, they're like, he actually really grinds on his game. And I think he knew the mat. You know, he had really kind of put in time. Oh, the match. That's golf. right. That's right. Like, he likes golf a lot. But he's yeah. just showing up to a public course. He's not going to, like, Silverleaf or Bob Parsons' place. He's just coming here and chipping. Like, I just don't think she does. Did you read the story that she paid for the restaurant to close? Every single person in the restaurant. She pays for their tab, you Kansas City, and and basically tells them like, "Hey, can you shut this thing down at eight? Gives them the money at like seven fifteen. You know, she does has someone do right. it. One of the girls goes on record. She's like, "I'm there for my twenty second birthday, but they paid for our tab." We said, "Okay, see, we didn't even know what was going on, so they could rent out the place." My favorite video. We'll end it on this. Was somebody the elevator came down and there's all these Taylor Swift fans. Did you see this one in the stadium? And somebody rolls out a big. Uh, like a, a big silver, you know, it's like from the food service department on wheels. And a, lo- a lot of Taylor Swift fans, like she's in, you know, they were thinking she's in there. She's hiding in that, in the popcorn. Uh, you do asking, realize like what are the you guys assistant coaches the and the owners and stuff, 
don't go down through the through the hallways of the normal people. Like there's elevators. <laughs> they have different elevators. Yeah, she's not. Uh, just drop me off on the concourse. What did you see the video? I think it's Walter Payton's son who took the video. Jared Payton. Yeah, it was he would have been. I, yeah. I know so when weird. he takes a video, do you think that was a little weird? Yes. You know, on his end. Yes. I, when I saw the video, I'm like, why did Jared Payton post that video? It's like. A little bizarre. Like, I, I thought odd. Travis's face was justified. Yes. Of like, hundred percent. Travis's face. I'm with you. Unless Jarrett Payton was paid to do it, and it's all part of the ex- big setup of just trying to get I don't know Travis Kelsey's jersey sales higher. I I do think one thing the Chiefs have really kind of hung their hat on is they just feel kind of like the everyman's team. Like Andy's just like could talk with anybody. Mahomes, for as famous as he's gotten, still hasn't quite crossed that threshold where you like I could see him like slam some Coors Light with some people playing a little golf. And, and, and even Travis has bounced. He's gotten like hosted Saturday Night Live, but he balances it pretty well. This feels like a little bit of a tipping point. We'll see how long. Will it she lasts. be there? Will she be there this weekend against the Jets? Home game in New York, which I can't, I guess she lives. Yeah, I mean, it feels like you're really turning this sucker <laughs> up from like ten to twenty if she shows up for two games in a row. Well, I mean, most significant others go to games. I guess that's right? the point of this, though, right? Is to turn this sucker up. Let's turn it up. Oh, all right. On that note, thanks for hanging with us, everybody. See you soon. Later. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.